Hey, hello, hey, this is Steve. Steve Spotlight coming at you. Hey, I'm, I'm telling you that I forgot to make the stage. I forgot to make the stage, and I just made it a minute ago. So now it's now it exists, a stage that exists to walk onto, and you know, take up some space and look all around and stretch out, kind of hang out, you know, have a good time, you know, kick the floorboards on the stage, the planks, to see that everything is going well. And uh, signing into my email, because I have my questions always in front of me, even though they don't really change that much, maybe it's time to change. Maybe it's time to think about the questions I ask. You know, it's, 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 it's not like what me and uh, David talked about that was like, yeah, oh yeah, that really probably really seemed like I was just pulling pulling things out of nowhere, pulling them out just to, just to have a go. But that's not true. I was, I was just talking to David, but I do have questions prepared. Let's, let's make it a rule that I ask a question off of the sheet. I've asked, all, I've asked a lot of these questions now that I'm looking at it, looking at the questions. Didn't, we did talk about passion versus art once. Not passion versus art, skill versus passion in art. Yeah, questions. Doing it up. I hope downtown Yup isn't upset that I uh, totally spaced on making the stage and I made it at 7.01, 7.01 standard time. <laughs> Seven standard time, mountain time. Uh, what is standard time? That is that is that what we call Greenwich Mean Time? Is that also standard? St STD, as the kids call it. Kids are all about abbreviations, and they like the STD better than any any others. Hoo ha ha! Here we go, rolling out the the me talking, the Steve talking about things that come into his brain. Firing synapses in a variety of places all over my brain. I wonder, I wonder if I think, like, do you ever think about this? Yeah, listen, this is going to be a good thing to thought, to thought of. If, you, if you're thinking about your brain, right, like you can think about, this is the left side of your brain. Do you think there's extra electrical signals that go on over there into that side of the brain that you're thinking about? You know, you know what I mean? Hey, uh, oh, and we got downtown Yup coming on in to the hey. stage. Hey. I wasn't sure if it was uh, there because I didn't see the, the event. Yeah, I totally messed up and I made the event at 7.01. So I was I was late and I, I didn't even know there wasn't a stage. So sorry, but you're here and that's great. I was a bit later, so I guess it's equaled out. Oh, okay. Then I was. Then I. Then I want to uh, inform you that I actually was on time, promptly on time, and there's no way that I would be late to my own thing that I do. I was just. I was joking there. Yes, I guess technically. Yeah, you were on time. Damn. 
Yeah, ah, arg. Hey. Hey, do you think this is true? I was just thinking about this. If you think about a part of your brain, do you think that part of your brain lights up like because it's being thought about? Good question. Maybe it does. I feel like more unless the brain thinks about itself is it very narcissistic. You think it's narcissistic? The brain thinks about itself all the time. Yeah. It's a little it's a little bit of navel navel gazing, right? Maybe. I think there might be something like actually uh research wise that might support what you're saying. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but I, I think if uh, maybe it's not true because if it was true, like you could, well, I mean, I mean, cause you, if you think about a part of your brain, wouldn't it like make you taste ice cream and stuff like that? If that part of the brain lit up. It's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. These are the, the deep kind of questions we get, we get, we get a, we're going to look at here yeah yeah uh so let's see um what uh what uh, so how long have you been improvising for i for by just like the when i found the website which is probably like three weeks ago oh okay cool so you haven't done it you haven't ever done improv in person or anything like that no, but uh, I feel like I've learned a lot of, you know, the stuff from just watching a lot of comedies and watching Who's Line. So I, I, always, I watch that, like, binge, like, a lot of that stuff, especially um, in propaganda, that sort of stuff. So I, I didn't uh, apply it, but I feel like a lot of what I do is just watching. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely learn a lot from watching and stuff. What's crazy is I haven't watched any improv in, like, a while, so... I don't know if I'm getting any of that benefit from that you usually get from that. Well, technically we are watching the other guys, which are, which is like honestly as good. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But yeah, I mean, even if you're in the scene, you're, you, you, you know, you have to be paying attention to the other person and <laughs> otherwise you're just a crazy person. <laughs> you just shout out and just like start stealing stuff. Yeah. Which is what I was doing for the couple of minutes you weren't here, but that's, I still have to listen to myself, but that's narcissistic. I, I did watch the other recordings and usually when the people are late, you would like improv. So I'm sorry that, you know, I should have came early. Yeah. I should have like just known, just checked on time. Yeah, it's okay. I did say to myself, uh, yeah, if my guest was ever late, that I would be doing this just on my own for a little while, just to be positive uh, and no. have something to do. Is that sort of cathartic? Is that like, maybe if it's like a, a form of meditation, just like to speak to oneself in a way. Yeah, I definitely think it, 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 it's, a def it, it's a little bit of a different mindset, I think. I mean, for one thing, it's easy to think about someone listening to me a little bit more than if I'm just talking to myself regularly. So that, I think, feels a little bit different because you imagine in an it's like there is a kind of an audience. Perhaps someone will listen. 
Yeah. But and if and if I do it long enough, I do think you kind of get into you can, I get into a different mode where you know, there's things I want to say and I'm thinking about them and I'm trying to get one thing out and yeah, it is it is a kind of a different it, it is kind of your you go and you get into a mindset Mm. Do you do? Well, uh, I, I want to know how. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you go ahead. Oh. Do you do? Uh, do you do you meditate? Uh, no, I don't think I. Well, I do think meditation is pretty cool, but I don't think I have the mental capacity to just sit down to just lay there, like a little too ADHD. I can't just like sit still. I feel like uh, walking is also a good substitute. I go for a walk, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah, I, I feel like, like if walk. um, yeah. Yeah. go ahead. Like if it was uh between walking and meditation, I feel like they both serve the same purpose. Yeah. Well, I know that there is like something called walking meditation, and I think it's a little bit more deliberate though. Like they're like so sacred about every single step or whatever, and it's yeah, it's it looks like that. <laughs> like they're going super slow and stuff, but yeah, I like walking around and just letting my mind go. And that's a lot of, that's a time when I'll absolutely be talking to myself. I feel like that's a good time for like introspection. I do that as well. Sometimes I distract myself with like a podcast or music, but sometimes I just like go for just a walk without anything else and just take in like, I guess the environment. Yeah. Anything on your mind lately on your walks as you're walking around? Um, I walked last week to the park with my sister, and we just basically saw a bunch of squirrels. You saw a bunch of squirrels? Yeah. Yeah. What co- what color are the squirrels where you where you are? <laughs> um, oh, this is brown brown squirrels, I guess. Yeah, I think we got brown ones here, but sometimes they're gray. I forgot they're like different color of squirrels. They're like red squirrels, gray squirrels. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. So, let's see. What was I going to ask? I was thinking about squirrels. So, for, uh, yeah, for improv then, what, uh, uh, what are you th- what are you trying to do in scenes? What are you thinking about? Um, if I'm thinking about like main things are like how to like be better because I did like three things in my head that I was thinking of to like to be better. There's like to try to be more uh, cooperative. I learned that in the improv one one class where it's like be less competitive, trying to like work with like the scene and be like a character that is like like with in collaboration with the other characters or partners in there. That was like the one thing. The second thing was um, try not to interrupt people too much because I have a problem with that a lot and just in real life too. Yeah. It's also just hard with the, uh, like on the internet, there's a there's a delay a little bit too. That makes it hard. Uh, right. Wait, I have two things. I got cooperate and do not interrupt. And you said there was oh, going to yeah. be three. Yeah, the third thing was, um, I remember when I thought about it, it was three things, but, oh yeah, develop, uh, like, my character more, like, who am I in a scene, because I sometimes just think about 
whatever other people say and try to work off that, but I'm not like supplying anything of what I'm doing or why am I there? So that's like, yeah. Yeah. I think definitely thinking about like who you are is a good thing to draw from and like, uh-huh. yeah, their motivation, like what, what do they want? <laughs> That's going to give you a direction. Uh, yeah, I like that. Is, what do you draw from if you're thinking about your character? Like, like, do you kind of pull that from somewhere? Or are you just kind of like thinking about what they want or what do you, what kind of? I do think about like, I think about it in like a writer's perspective, where it's like, what could be the next best like uh, course of action to further what's going on? Because I don't really focus too much on the character as much as I should. I think about like, what would be funny if this happened next? And that would also yeah. make sense in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I, yeah, I don't know if I think about what's going to happen next. Sometimes it just comes to me. I think usually I'm just like, how can I like, I try to think about how can I kind of incorporate what's going on? Like, what am I hearing? And then how am I going to jump off of what I'm hearing? Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I'm always like, it's, you know, if you, if like, yeah, if you have like, a big if I have like a big idea I don't necessarily think we'll get to it you know so I, I always kind of like loosely hold on to those and like be like well it's I could do something else too yeah that's a that's an interesting one like hold on to like ideas so that you're not just like spouting out the first thing that comes to mind because I usually just spout out whatever like I think of that's kind of funny yeah well sometimes it's like I think like you just sometimes you have to go with whatever your your mouth is gonna say it's just like whatever. Like you gotta, you gotta say you're saying something now. So that's what we're going with. Honestly, I think I do a lot of that, which is just. I also develop, or not develop. I just, uh, what's the word? Devolve into like certain sort of, I guess, mannerisms. There's like this, like Johnny Carson esque sort of just like, uh, I don't know, mobster or something, but just like very. I don't know what year either, but it's like uh, I can't explain it. It's hard to explain. Very like old hey. time, just hey, see, yeah, yeah, something like that, I guess. Hey, give me your money, see, I'm a gangster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually like that. I just devolve yeah. to that, or if it's, or just have something like a gun involved, I don't know, or yeah. Yeah, I think that that like the twenties are pretty funny. They're pretty great to draw from, because they're they're remote enough, and it seems kind of cartoonish. In a lot of ways, uh, I guess everything that we do, like in improv, you kind of turn it a little bit into a cartoon to be silly. Right. It's sort of yeah. also very exclamatory. So you're just making a quick statement about something and you're just trying to emphasize anything, which, which is good yeah. for improv. I think you're just improvising, not improvising, uh, emphasizing one thing and making it a little more than it would be. Yeah. Yeah, to be able to take anything and to, like, use that thing is definitely, which you've got to be able to do because it's like you have no idea what you're going to be given. So if you can make anything significant, that's kind of, and you can, you can, you know, your character can be obsessed with or concerned about or fear anything. You know, you you choose that. 
also interesting, like, what would a character fear in this sense? Because it's, like, mainly what would a motivate a character, but, like, what would a character fear, like, I don't know. I feel like taking it in a way that's sort of, like, getting them out of the scene, if we think of how would they fear something, I don't know. Hmm. I think fear, yeah, I think that's, I, like, I don't, I don't know if I think, like, oh, what is the character going to fear? I think, like, probably it's something in the scene that will strike me as fearful and then I'll just act that way. Cause I don't think I'm going to pl- plan it <laughs> really like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to fear mothballs. I guess fear is sort of like a, a theme for this month though. So I don't know. For Halloween, for Halloween, for Halloween month. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin, we got Pumpkin Day coming up. Pumpkin Day, big pumpkins all around the board. All the yeah. pumpkin carvers. Oh, I saw this. I, uh, when I was in the Zoom class, they were talking about what they were binge watching. And there's this one show called, like, it was on Food Network, Halloween Wars, which is basically, have you seen, I've heard of that? No. I think it's like, they're basically a cook-off challenge and they have, like, pumpkin carvers as well. So I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting. Yeah, I can see that. That's definitely a show. Hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't decorate. I don't decorate because I'm. I'm late. I might draw a picture, but I'm not going to decorate anything. Me neither. Yeah. That seems complicated. And then you just have the same decorations every year. It's like at least the picture. It's something different each time. Is it like a picture that you hang on the door? Um, I know, man, I really feel like I drew something for Halloween, but I know on like, uh, Christmas, I drew like a train, like a, like, you know, like a Christmas train coming on in. Yeah. Um, I think I've drawn a Christmas tree a few times. I knew I drew a turkey hand for Thanksgiving. That's pretty good. I think about it. Yeah. Just a, you know, I tried to draw like just the most classic turkey hand that I could, and I did, and it turned out turned out pretty pretty straightforward. You have like a triangle near the thumb. <laughs> yeah, triangle for the beak, and then you know eyes with like little eyelashes and uh, like a little feather, just a little bit of feathers, you know. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder who's like the the genius that thought of it. They looked at their hands during Thanksgiving and thought, "Wait a minute, this is a turkey." Yeah, I. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, definitely. Oh, you know what? I feel like, you know, cave paintings. In cave paintings, like cavemen uh, definitely put their hands on the wall, right? It yeah. Is, it is kind of crazy that, you know, they they didn't make, like, them into little turkeys, you think? Maybe they weren't. Hmm. I'm looking at, like, images of cave paintings. Yeah, there's a lot of hands. Also, they, like, they have, like, different color schemes. They have, like, wow. <laughs> a black outline, and then the white hand, and then, the like, a red hand, and then a white background. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They probably spent what's crazy is that they have the same like intellect as us. I mean, they had the same intelligence as us and they would have been capable of speech and stuff. But you know. 
There's like a hedgehog painting, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they could they could totally figure stuff out if they just spent time doing it. Only the cavemen could figure out more things, and then we'd be we'd be living in a society. Yeah. I'm yeah, I mean, you know, if we went back in time and gave cavemen the better ability to invent stuff earlier, then that's almost like us going into the future because we would have better futuristic stuff as well. Maybe that would like speed up the decline, maybe, because then then would uh there would be all the cars and um, fossil fuels early in the stage, and then the world the global warming is gonna happen a lot sooner. Yeah, that also yes. Unfortunately, it does appear like we're about to destroy society. But if we were if we were heading towards Star Trek, Star Trek would be faster. <laughs> But we're probably just go to Mars, maybe head to Mars. Mars would be super uncomfortable. You, you think living there, right? Like, it, like it'd be like a camping trip that would never end because you couldn't return. <laughs> a big camping trip. Everything's just like uh, orange and dusty. Yeah, but then you you can't even go out where it's orange and dusty. You gotta like stay inside where it's like. You know, you're smelling your own B.O. all the time. Maybe they'll, like, find ways to, like, fertilize, I don't know, the ground so that it can grow more plants. Or maybe there'll be, like, a specific breed of plants that'll produce oxygen in Mars. I don't know. We don't have to wear space. Oh, you mean, like, terraforming Mars? Yeah, kind of. That's a good word. Yeah. Terra. I learned it from Star Trek, uh... The Genesis device from what is that? Star Trek three and two. I learned a lot of things from Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were they were prescient in some ways in in the kind of things they proposed. I'm not too familiar with Star Trek, but I do know of George Decay for some reason because I just like the impression of his voice. What does he say? He says, oh my. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him in person. I've seen him at Comic-Con before. Nice. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's a cool guy. He 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 works for like, he does like uh, infrastructure stuff. I think in San Francisco, I want to say, maybe somewhere out in California. He like is involved in that which is interesting and he also of course does like uh activism for like other other stuff he like wrote about being in the internment camps as a kid wow yeah very cultured man oh yeah well he lived through like yeah like historical events and then he's like he yeah and through uh, I don't know. I guess being a gay dude, and when it was like, like throughout his younger years as an actor, like you can't come out, and then he came out. I think in the '90s, and yeah, he's a he he's cool. If we did the if we did the improv, we should do like maybe a a thing with George Decay in there. That'd be something. Oh yeah, you think he's gonna drop by? No, I was like, no, it's like we can like 
I don't know, somehow pay some sort of homage to him in like a scene or like make it a theme of the game or something. Oh yeah, that could definitely. You know, you know what? If uh, if we have the best uh, turkey, uh, the best turkey decorations here, you know, we'll win that contest money, and maybe we can afford to have George Takei come on by. Ah uh, yeah. You know, you know, I gotta say, like uh. Uh, that thought you had earlier to make these turkeys out of your hand has really rapidly increased our turkey-making ability. Everyone in this clan is making a turkey of their hands. You got people with big hands making big turkeys and people with little hands making very little turkeys. But yeah. I, I, I do pray for those that don't have any hands. They cannot make a turkey. No, they cannot. Yeah, I mean... I, I I agree. I mean, yeah, the, the, the people with no hands, you know, I am glad that they are here and that they are being supportive of Turkey Day. And, you know, they're just a, a part of the family and we want to invite them to the table just like anyone. So even though they're, they're, this particular task might be beyond them, I'm, I'm still glad they're here and we're involving them. Maybe they can use other people's hands and then they can use their mouth to pick up the pencil and draw it themselves. No, I Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely. Uh, oh, look at this one. I, I accidentally made a fist and messed this one up, so I'm just gonna crumple it up and throw it in the garbage. But yeah, there's definitely people who who've made like very elaborate artwork, like without their feet and stuff like that. What's this? Look, the garbage. Wait a minute. This one is a bit fishy. This one doesn't look like a hand. This is a foot. Who what? the hell put a foot in there? Who the hey? We got to get the whole class rounded up. All right, guys, listen up. Who did the foot? This is not an accurate turkey. Oh, I didn't. I I didn't do the foot. I definitely made mine look like a look like a turkey with 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 toenails and a nose and everything. Oh, okay. Is that why you're wearing only one shoe? Hey. Oh, I I was wearing one shoe because uh you know it's November and uh, it's getting a little cooler and I just wanted a nice cool breeze over my toesies. You know your left foot is very thankful for you, but your right foot's being a bit ungrateful. And now, hey, now yeah. you've done it. You've done it now. That's true. I mean, but I had. I had. Uh, I I only wanted to feel the breeze on one of my sets of toesies. Because, uh, you know, I, I, I was just kind of testing it out the way you might dip just one foot into a pool of water to see what it's like. Well, put the shoe back on, because we got to make some more turkeys. Oh. oh, man. I know, I got powerfully smelly, smelly feet because I got bad B.O., and that's kind of why I was rejected from the Mars mission. Oh, no, no, you don't. Well, actually, you do have the, uh, you're smelly. I almost did a, a, a cardinal sin, but no, you are a smelly man. That's right. And you, and you know, if, if I drew myself like I'm drawing these turkeys, I would definitely put a lot of little smell squigglies all around myself, because I'm a smelly man and not a self-smelly spaceman. You know, if you were to smell like that, then we can invite you to the, the turkey shower 
where we shower all the turkeys before the big day. Oh, oh boy! Hey, you know what? That sounds great. That sounds just gravy, in fact. I I would love to finally get a shower, and then maybe everyone in this big Turkey Day family will, will finally appreciate me. And all the kids clap with their hands, except for the ones with no hands. They clap with their feet. And now yeah, they walk. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. They, they, uh, they walk to outside where they can go to the turkey shower. Oh, oh boy. They're, they're, they're heaving up all the, the pipes and the big, the big apparatus for the shower. I'm going to, I'm going to stand in the, in the front row so I can get all the, all the, the most cleanly. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, all right. I'm uh, hooking up the, uh, the pipes here. Everyone, uh, you're gonna you're gonna get real nice and uh, and uh, get these turkeys, these real turkeys that we got here. We're gonna get them real clean. All right, mate. Uh, are we from Australia? Because I wasn't too sure either. But yeah. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, we gotta clean these turkeys. This turkey's been real smelly. And who's that? Who's that boy? That's not a turkey. Oh, that's uh, that's one of our uh, the students. They wanna shower with the turkeys. Yeah, that ain't a that ain't a boy. That's a, that ain't a turkey. That ain't a turkey. That's a boy. I'm not sure we can uh, uh, that uh, it's safe for him in there. But uh, if he wants to get clean, he's gonna be. Please, we have to get him clean. He smells up the class. He's doing us a great big disservice, especially because he has his shoe off. He's like his foot smells fungus. Hey, you know what if. If that's a part of your your turkey day, we can make it happen. I mean, I don't know much about Thanksgiving. I'm from Australia. But uh, if kind of washing yourself dangerously in a steaming hot turkey bath is part of it, then who am I to say? All right, you heard that, little Jimmy. Now get in there. Okay. I'm... I'm 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 super excited. I'm um I got my uh my soap on a rope and I got my little shower caddy and I'm ready to go. All right, all right, uh, Jimbo, you can. Well, you're just getting the turkeys. You better stop that right now. We don't want to have another turkey hustle down here. Not since the last time. And all the turkeys. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah, that is right. I don't want them all to be running around and. And uh, and uh, escape in the shower. We uh, we we can round them on up with our boomerangs and get them on back into the corral zone where we're washing them. All right, let's get little Jimmy up. Uh, there you go. Uh, into the shower. Oh, all right, turn all right. it on. Uh, how do you like? All right. Oh oh well, I mean, you know, it is November, so I did get a whole lot of the. The, you know, the cool breeze all over my body, so I think it, or particularly on my left foot, but I do think that a nice hot shower would do me some good. All right, kid, well, if you're going to get in there, you might as well take your clothes off. I mean, that's, I feel like if you want to shower your clothes as well, there's a laundromat down the street. Hey, oh, okay, I guess that is how showers work, and, uh, I mean, I already have my left shoe and my left sock off, so I'm already, you know, most of the way there anyway. 
Don't Jimmy, don't take your clothes off. You gotta keep those clothes on. It's for the it's for the decency of humanity. This whole event is being covered on national TV, and if you go nude, we're all screwed. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about Turkey Day because I'm from Australia. But if uh, if uh, if you're filming this on national television with the Macy's Day Parade and whatnot, then you better leave them clothes on, uh, little boy. Okay. All right, there you go. You're, you're all cleaned up. You know you. Oh, oh, oh smooth. It was so fast that I got so, you know, I have a real deep down, uh, you know, feather, wet feather sort of feeling of cleanliness. Like it's the deep down sort of clean you would get if you had feathers. All right, there you go. Let's get, oh, what is that? You have some things on your little, your buttocks. Are those, I think oh you're sprouting goodness. feathers. I'm, oh my goodness, I'm sprouting feathers. How c- it, it does feel very festive, but how could have this have happened? I'm a little boy. I shouldn't have feathers. There's some weird sci-fi adventure, but I'm, I assure you, young man, you are not turning into a turkey. That is bizarre. In fact, we have to get you out of here. Yeah, go. Cracky, that's right. I'd never seen no no human turn into a another creature. Uh, that's the sort of thing that does not happen down in the outback. We keep our animals separated. That's why we use, uh, marsupials have pouches. Well, if you guys are sure, I'm going to take little Jimmy back to the classroom, and hopefully we can make sure that he does a proper hand turkey. All right, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. All right, you, you have a great day. Uh, throw another yeah, shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> if I don't know a shrimp on the bobby, there's the Foster's Lager. Drink one of those when you're at it. Yeah. I don't know if, if Foster's Lager and shrimps on the bobby is a part of Thanksgiving, but I highly recommend it. Oh, man. We are going to offend one certain Australian, but I'm not too sure who. Oh yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't worry about that. I've done worse impressions of Australians. I mean, I'm actually Australian. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait a minute. Oh, you're Australian all this time. Oh, I didn't know you did such a well good accent. I mean, it oh. makes perfect sense. Oh no. Anyways, we, <laughs> we should. Okay, get, we can. Uh, yes. Sorry. Sorry, mate. Yeah, we got a lot. Of, we got a lot of turkeys. We got to wash up. Uh, you know, it, it, this is our most busy day of the year. All right. Well, let's get to the, let's round them all up and make sure they're all in a straight line. Because if there's too many turkeys rumbling about, we are not going to wash them all before this this uh, Thanksgiving, whatever that is. I'm not too sure what that is. That's right. If if it takes us over 24 hours to wash these turkeys, people will be furious with us. They're just going to spit this these turkeys out if they're eating them and it ain't Thanksgiving. They're not going to be too thankful if we give them not very hand-washed turkeys. So how about this one? This, wait a minute, what are you doing, young man? You can't get another wash. You're not a turkey. Uh, 
I felt like, you know, I was walking back over to the school, but I, I kind of worked up a little bit of a sweat, and I kind of felt like the O returned again. Maybe it's just nervousness. I don't know. I'm just teaching, young boy. You need to get, you're, you're still smelling. We gave you a shower just a few seconds ago, and now you're still smelling up the place. The t oh, the turkeys, the turkeys all going wild. Look what you've done, young boy. You've screwed oh, everything no. up. I've ruined everything, they're running all over the place, and oh my goodness, they're filming me, and I'm on television, and I'm ruining everybody's turkey day. You're ruining everything live, national television is documenting this atrocity, and now, oh no, hey. it's a reporter. Uh, excuse me, you young boy, or, oh. or young, or, yes. Oh, yes, yes, sir, who's wearing a, 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 a hat, and with a little card in it that says press. Yes, I also have a nice brown overcoat to signify who I am. Now, let me tell yes. you something, kid. Why did you I do this? <laughs> oh, oh, I was just going to also put in that you're also holding, like, um, uh, like a little notebook with a pen, and, and like, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're really leaning in to me to get a scoop. That's right, young man. Now I need to get the scoop. Or I'm going to get fired. You hear me? Now you tell me right oh. now. How many okay. cookies did you just kill? Oh, Oh my goodness, well, I didn't try to kill any of them, but I can, you know what, I can clearly see that a few of them kind of drowned in the, in the, in the washing water over there when they scurried all about. I killed them all, this spicy parade is all, is all going shit, reporter. Yes, that's, I can see, but, yes. That's right. We don't got Macy's back in Australia, so I don't know what that is. But as far as I can tell, if this is meant to be a parade, it is ruined. Whoa. Well, young man, seems like you've done a lot of bad. Well, oh. I'll give you this. This piece of lollipop. Maybe this will cheer you up. Oh, well, hey, hey you know, Mr. Reporter, I'm... I, I mean, I know your job is to, you know, find the truth and all of that, and uh, I'm just glad you're you're taking a little bit of your own time, uh, you know, time to cheer up a, a, you know, a smelly little boy. Oh yeah, a smelly little boy, eh? Oh. Turn around, I see those feathers. You're a turkey, oh. that's right. I knew it all along. Oh. You were a turkey. You oh, can't no. hide from me, young man. Oh. This is gonna be the scoop of a century. Oh. Boy, that is actually turkey. Oh. Ruined oh. the turkey festival in oh. Australia. Oh my goodness! No, I was yeah. No help. I was just pretending to be a a, a boy because I didn't want to be butchered and turned into a into a turkey dinner on Thanksgiving. Oh, you're turned to a turkey dinner right now. Get over here, young man. We're gonna turn you oh. to a turkey dinner for the family no. of four. Get no. over here. No, and. Oh, well, I, I, you know, hey, come on, they, they, I don't want to be anyone's meal, I, I'm, 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 I just want to, you know, study in my class and learn about other holidays, I hear President's Day is a good one. So what are you learning in your class anyway? Hey, yeah, I mean, look, look, reporter, man, like, I am pretty into this role of being a human being, and I am definitely, you know, taking my studies very seriously. For example, earlier we had Halloween, and I learned all about that holiday. Apparently, it is a holiday based on some sort of warfare that I didn't fully follow, but, I mean, it, it was very spooky. 
Oh, if you really want to show if you know what it means to have the Thanksgiving spirit, I'll take this pencil that I had in my hand and this notebook, and I want you to prove it by doing one thing. I think you know what that is. Oh, you want me to, to, you know, uh, to write a, uh, what is it, what I'm thankful for? You want me to write what I'm thankful for down? No, oh, look at your hands, young man. Your oh. hands, they're, 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 oh. your hands are sprouting feathers now. You have to do it quick, uh, or before you oh. turn into a turkey for good. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh, um, well, you know, but if I turn into a, a turkey, you know, just just throwing out ideas. Instead of using my hand to draw the turkey, I could just lie down in the notebook and use my actual body to and do a, a you know a tracing of that. Oh, then we have to wait a couple more minutes before you turn. Unless you want to be a turkey, then be my oh. guest, because we're going to oh. have a nice dinner after this. You're going to, oh man, I, you know, reporter man, don't you have like a sense of kind of humanity? You know, like, you know, like I could kind of imagine a reporter kind of gets into that gig, you know, because like, you know, you want to help the oppressed and kind of reveal, you know, how the there's problems with the system that we have. You're watching too many movies. The broad oh. reporter that comes around here is only in for the scoop. They want to get oh. their job. They want to get promoted. And they also want to get a nice meal in their stomach. And the only way they can do all three oh. is if you turn into a turkey. And you, oh. unless... Oh, I did provide you one simple example, one piece of help. If you were oh. to figure out why you are turkey, then you will not be turkey. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that seems no, like a... I, 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 okay. I, I take that back. That, that's oh. well too uh, ambiguous. I was just thinking, um, I, I, mean, I mean, that seems sort of like that might be your job since you're the reporter and you want to find things out. But I also feel like I turned into a turkey because some of the feathers got mixed up and, and when I was taking a shower and they entered my, my epidermis and sort of infected me. And so that's why I'm turning into a turkey. But well, it seems like there's no other choice. Are you afraid of being a turkey? Oh, yeah, a little. I mean, you know, uh, I had. Pl- I mean, I had plans to be a little boy for a while and to be, you know, working hard in the, my class. And I was going to study real hard for y- the Yom Kippur lessons that we had coming up. Well, if you really want to go back to being a student, then I guess you have You've you've changed me. You've changed me with your monologue. I'm oh. no longer a reporter who goes for scoops. I'm going oh. to help you get you back to the class. Well, hey, at first you should take another shower because you're very smelly. Oh. Hey, yeah, well, that's how I got into this mess to to begin with. Took a shower. That's a re- yeah. uh Yes. I mean, it was a new thing for me, and I guess I messed it up pretty bad. Well, if it was your first time, I can understand that everyone goes through something like that on the first time. But let's get you know, back, he, get you back to class. You know what, Mr. Reporter Man? I'm really glad that you're taking an interest to me because this Macy's Day parade that's been happening all around us for the past couple of minutes, I mean, I would generally think that that would be something that would need to be covered by the media. I don't get your hopes up, kid. Don't do it. Oh, Okay. I was actually hoping for, you know, either a turkey balloon to go by or perhaps a little boy balloon.
I, I don't I don't know. I think that would just make my day. Uh, in fact, uh, here's a balloon. Yeah, you've got it all. You've got it all, kid. A shower, a balloon. Oh. It's all coming together. Oh, oh my God! Oh, look, you you're right. Right as you said that, a a a, a half little boy, half turkey balloon just emerged over the horizon, and uh, and it's heading right for us. Oh my God! It's a, a big monster. Monster. What is that? Cracky! It is a a big monster. That's that's even bigger than some of the crazy wildlife we got in the outback. Oh God! The source of that is bigger than four kangaroos put together. What is that's that right. beast? No, uh, it's uh, too, it's coming down. It's and I'm glad we're we're still <laughs> we're still here hanging about watching other turkeys. Uh. <laughs> that are around in the area. Well, they all, you know, actually, I feel like they all were washed because they ran into those laundromats just a few hours ago. So maybe that they did our job for us, actually. Those are some good turkeys. Those are real good. Maybe, in fact, we should, uh, oh, they, we shouldn't they eat might, them. Oh, well, they might have, uh, but, yeah, I really appreciate the way they were able to dig all of that change out of that wishing fountain in order to pay for the laundromat. They really stimulated the economy. My goodness, those turkeys are some great citizens. Only in Australia can you find good citizens like that, unlike any other country. We have caring, passionate turkeys. That's right. That's what Australia is known for. Turkeys. E- did you know, just hey, fun fact, Benjamin Franklin was going to make the turkey the official, like, animal or bird of the United States, but he had, we ended up going with the bald eagle instead. Uh, who you mean we? Are you a traitor? Hang on a that, minute. That slipped, that slipped out for a second. I don't know what I was talking about. I'm a, I'm a 100% Australian. Reporter, get over here. This is, a, this is a phony Australian. He's, he's an American. What? He's an American. Hey, if there's one thing I don't like is, uh, you know, someone being a phony and pretending to be something that they're not. For example, I am 100% half bird, <laughs> a half turkey, half boy, and I don't take kindly to someone impersonating something that they're not. <laughs> yes, yes, but you, you were... You were not chosen for your turkiness, but this man, this man chose to come here on his own free will, become an yeah. Australian like us. But he is, he's an American deep down. I see it. He has the red, white, and blue under his, his big, uh, his big hat, his sombrero, no, sombrero. His yeah. big hat. His big, like, crocodile Dundee hat, is that what you mean? Yes. <laughs> he has, yeah. he has some sort of hat. That is big and crocodile. Yeah. It's got like crocodile teeth on it and like, uh, I don't know, um, like Tasmanian devil. It's got Tasmanian. That's, that's not Australia. It's got Tasmanian devil for anyway. But much like the crocodile on his head, he's shedding crocodile tears as he speaks, as he is a fake. He's a phony. I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I, I was just wondering... Are there Tasmanian devils in Australia, or are they entirely localized in Tasmania? I'm not quite sure, but I feel like 
if there were enough Australians to circumvent the Tasmanian currency, they would come here and live in our society. I just looked it up on my phone. Tasmania is an island, but it's a part of Australia. I, I, I mean, I'm actually Australian, you guys. You gotta believe me. <laughs> oh, you, you prove it then. You gotta prove it by showing us uh, your favorite machete. Oh, you mean my favorite knife? That's not a knife. That's not oh. a knife. Okay, all right. <laughs> Hold on. I was just testing you. All right, I gotta find a way to get a... Oh, okay. Ah, uh, well, you're gonna like this one. This is a pretty good knife, and you know what? I bet this is a great knife for carving up a turkey, for example. Hey, and you know, yeah. perfect turkey. This young boy right here. Oh no! No! Wait! Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, you know what? If I have to destroy, if I, I I'll carve up this little boy. To prove to you that I'm Australian with this knife, and guess what? This knife is also one of them motorized knives, so it's really, uh, really handy. I mean, we did all the work. We cleaned this young boy, which spoiled dessert hey. for us. This is our dessert. No, help! I don't, I don't want to be eaten. That's, that sounds pretty awful. I just want to be a young boy and go to school and study different holidays. Oh, uh, what holiday is that? Easter. Oh, yeah, I mean, I want to study Easter. I want to study the 4th of July. I want to make it to all of those holidays. My birthday. Well, if you want to well, study the 4th of July, there's that man right there. You can ask him. That American man. Yeah, we don't know. We don't take kindly to the 4th of July, Turkey. You, you brought up a, a sore spot amongst us true, real Australians, of which I am one. Well, it's time. It's time to have a good feast. After long days of work, we we deserve it. We deserve a nice hey. feast of turkey or whatever we eat. Like That's all the foods Australia has, veggie mite. Veggie put veggie mite on him. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the best veggie mite and wash it down with some Fosters, and uh, um. And yeah, then we're gonna I'm gonna do. We're gonna wallop around with kangaroos and. Be extremely rich. Oh. Hey, that sounds really Australian. Uh, that sounds like a lot of Australian stuff <laughs> that you're adding. That you're adding Thanksgiving turkey to. <laughs> I like. Oh, I like. We're doing this whole bit of Thanksgiving on Halloween on October. Yeah. Hey. And that's, that's, I'm, I'm not confused. I mean, I had a really good school and learning about the different holidays and I'm, I'm keeping them straight in my brain. So uh, even though my brain is half boy, half turkey brain, I'm, I'm with you. All right. Well, it's time for you to go back to class, young man. Now. I'm, oh, I was just about to carve him up. I mean, I, I was going to say, I hope there aren't any reporters around to prevent me from this cannibalistic act that I am about to perform. Mm, if there were a port around here, I feel like this would be the scope of a century. Two Australians try to yeah. cannibalize on a young boy. Yeah, but the only scoop is that's going on here is that scoop of... Uh, 
of uh, turkey innards that I'm going to scoop into my mouth. Oh, that's right. That's right. I love it. Oh, ow, you're, you're carving into me. I don't like it. It hurts. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> there. That, that, there. You see fireworks now. It's like your blood is spurting out like fireworks all over the place. Oh, it's a great day to be Australian. We got blood on our chest. Oh, ah, this is, this is the worst. No, this is, this is, this is delicious. You taste delicious, uh, little boy turkey. Okay. <laughs> oh my, oh my goodness. That, that turkey balloon is out of control and it's coming right for us almost as if it's, it's extracting its revenge. Oh no, it's. Coming back forth. No, no. Oh, oh, no. And that turkey balloon is holding a big knife balloon that's very large and is putting my turkey carving uh, knife to shame. Uh, it's, that's a, a tremendously big knife. It's putting all our knives to shame. We, we don't deserve to be Australian. No. No, I don't deserve to be Australian because I have something to tell you. I'm actually from Tasmania, so I'm not Australian. Oh, you traitor. You traitor, man. I can't believe you came from Tasmania. After all we've been through, we've watched turkeys day and night 24-7. I was just fooling you. You know, and T Tasmania may be a part of Australia technically, but it's not part of the continent. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying well, you it's can not take part a man of out of Tasmania, but you can't take Tasmania out of a man. And, you and can't I feel like you still have yeah. Tasmanian blood in you. In fact, you have a lot of other blood on you from that boy, but that's Man. another thing. Yeah, that's right. I was going to point that out, too. I don't feel like I have very much blood inside me anymore. Well, at least you're not human anymore because now you're turkey stuffing. You're all turkey stuffing on the inside, and that's what counts oh. the inside. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, hey, you know what? That shower of blood that sprayed me all over the place with my own blood kind of rinsed me off and made me not smell anymore because I don't smell it. That's true. You don't smell like bad anymore. You smell like decaying bodies, which is not oh. too bad in Australia. It smells pretty good. Oh. oh, good. I'm so glad that that other turkey balloon came by to, to cause you guys to stop carving me up like a turkey. Yeah, and oh, look at that. There's an ambulance balloon coming to save you. Look at oh, that. Boy. Oh, and an ambulance I'm... turkey. The turkey. Oh. A turkey in a doctor's office oh. suit. Oh, thank you. They're putting they're putting me inside the ambulance balloon. I think. Thank you guys so much. I I'm gonna tell everyone that Australians ain't so bad. All right. Take care, boy. Take care. Godspeed, young man. Godspeed. You know what? I feel like we've you know learned an important lesson today. From now on, I'm gonna be uh, thankful. For you know, ha uh, for half human, half bird creatures, much more than I used to be. I'm thankful that we have a job 
still after all this chaos. In fact, the reporter, the reporter, he, he published his scoop, and we still have a job. I can't believe uh, it. I'm very thankful. Oh, oh goodness! It's right there on the the front page of the newspaper in that newspaper box thing where you put a quarter. In. I wish I had a quarter, but I guess all the quarters went to the laundromat earlier. Oh, wait, look at this. This turkey has a quarter in his beak. Maybe we can wow. read it so that we can learn something about something. Yeah, turkey, go ahead and buy that newspaper for us so we can read it. Gobble, 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 gobble. Well, that turkey. Oh, that turkey has very nice hands. He can make a turkey oh. out of that. Oh, wow. That is, that is interesting. Yeah, that other turkey over there, I just noticed he has human being-shaped hands. So if that turkey wanted to draw a human being, all it would have to do is trace its hands. Wait a minute. That turkey has human being hands as well. Wait a minute. How many turkeys have we washed since that young boy was in the tub? They're all becoming half human as well. Oh, no. Do you suppose this whole time we were washing turkeys, we might have been washing human beings, and then we just keep thinking that they're turkeys? Wait a minute. That's a good point. How many humans have we washed and we didn't get paid enough? You know what? I don't think this is our fault. These these Americans with their, you know, bony stature and their beak-like noses, they look like turkeys and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accept that as my fault. Yeah, the ancestors look like turkeys. I mean look at the the cave paintings, they're just a bunch of turkeys on the wall. Yeah. And you know what? I bet Benjamin Franklin didn't make the turkey the official state or bird of the United States because that was probably too on the nose, or as they thought of it, too on the beak. That's true. In fact, I might think Benjamin Franklin was a bit narcissistic. He just looked in the mirror and said, hey, we should make him the national bird. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin was definitely narcissistic, and also I feel like he sort of had the uh, the stature of a bird. He was kind of a bird-looking guy himself. Uh, all the founding fathers were quite bird-esque. But not in Australia. We we don't have any of those bird things. No. No. We, we, we like... I prefer my, my animals to be spinning around real fast to get around like a tornado as opposed to flying around, which is just stupid. That's true. That's true. Well, well, I think we learned something on this Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm thankful that our animals are all on the ground. Right. And maybe because they're all dead, the police reporters or police people can trace their outlines and then the whole world can have a turkey hand on the ground thing. That's right. Scene. That's right. The, <laughs> How the long was that? <laughs> like 35 minutes. Dang. Yeah. The The turkey... The 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 draw the drawing around the dead body of a corpse is like drawing a turkey hand. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was fun. Yeah, you gotta, that was a lot of fun. I wasn't. Yeah, you know, I didn't think of that many good stuff. You were definitely coming up with all the the callbacks. That was that like, great. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, I just think about like how does it relate to stuff we've already said more than anything is kind of what the way I look well, at it. But yeah, I was gonna no, ask I, like, a, no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I had nothing. I have nothing. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say like because you know this is a good opportunity to like learn like how you do things because like this you know I'm like being interviewed, but the person that should be like answering like all the good stuff with like the inside should be you. Do you have all like uh, the yeah the knowledge and stuff? Uh, well, um, yeah, uh, I guess for one thing. <laughs> I think I sort of give my input during the question session too, or I try oh. to kind of tell you what I think. But I mean, yeah, if you have any questions, I'll answer them. Hey, um, well, number one question is, how do you like, hmm, how do you think of like what a character should sound like when it comes comes into like a scene? Um, well, I'll tell you this. I think a good exercise for that is to just go through a bunch of different character like voices or like yeah, just do a bunch of different characters and just try them out. Um, oh, yeah. They like you pick from like the the ones you've already established. No, I I don't know that I've done that little kid voice quite like that before or the Australian voice either. I just like sometimes I just think like I think my first like um when I'm starting like any session or whatever, I usually do just do my regular voice. But like just because I knew to differentiate, I was going to do different characters. So that just made me choose different voices. Um, but I think like I think like you got to pick something that's kind of specific. Like you, like you got to have something that reminds you about how the voice sounds. So for like the kid, for like that little kid voice, it would be like high, but also weirdly low is what I was kind of thinking how it was. Because he was talking like this, but also sort of low. Like he would go like that was what I was trying to do. Um, and the Australian was just really growly, sort of like this, like, so I could just go into it, like, again. So just one kind of key aspect of your voice. I like the, uh, the suggestion of, like, trying to, like, practice, like, other voices, because I was thinking, like, if I had, like, a list of things I know I can do in my head, or, like, after, like, practicing it, then I can be like, oh, I'll just bring it out if it could be needed. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I mean, you can, you can tr try a bunch of different stuff and, 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 and get a feel and get a feeling, but I would, I would like latch on to just one thing too, and see if like that thing, like, I mean, it like you change your voice in one way. It's a different voice, right? I think so right. I would just like, see how you could just like turn some of the knobs of your voice. Um, and I would think about like, like where it's coming from in your mouth too, like, it could be like really forward in your mouth. Like you could talk with the front of your mouth like this, or you could talk like really with the back of your mouth too, sort of like this. So like you can, it's, I don't know. That's one way to think about it. Another question I had was, uh, like, how do you learn? Cause I think we brought up like, uh, observing, just learn by just observing other, um, performers or just like any show or anything like that. Of course, there's also like classes that like, people mm -hmm. teaching, like, actually the every aspect of it like going to detail but how did you like go about it i mean i think so um i would I, I think one thing that's helpful is to like um i mean those things you said are great i think the classes are great i don't know that in the classes that you'll get a whole bunch of the theory and stuff which is kind of some this is something that i like to kind of think about and learn about um, so I would definitely recommend reading some of the books that they have that that, that have been written about improv. 
Um, the kind of ones I like, I like the UCB manual, and I like um, improv from the uh, scene from the inside out. That's written by um, what's his first name? His last name is Napier. Um, uh, but uh, that's a, that's a good one. Those two I think are really good. Those are I think I think those are the combined of uh, um, like Napier's book is like this is what you should just you should just kind of throw yourself into a scene and what you should kind of do and like if you're if you're like it's kind of like like I think of it as like street style where you're just like you know you're kind of like uh, you're taking he, he says you're, you're kind of taking care of yourself um, in the scene and that's kind of what you're pulling from and you have a specific deal um, so I think that's kind of a like a kind of quick and dirty way of doing improv and then the UCB book is kind of more like gets really into theory and specifics and kind of takes it apart like it's a textbook um, so I think those kind of resources are really helpful. Um, I would also do things that are related to improv as well. Um, so like, uh, I think writing is really helpful, like free free writing um, can be helpful. You can write a scene on your own and write it down on paper. Because I think one perspective, we talked about doing improv a little bit on, like by yourself at the beginning. Um, I, like, I think that's a good exercise too, to just kind of do a scene entirely by yourself and maybe even do two voices. That's a good way to practice voices. Um, because if you do a scene by yourself, you'll feel, you'll get a feeling of kind of like what you're capable of adding to the scene and maybe what you're kind of missing. And you kind of get a sense of, you kind of look at it in a different way. Um, so, uh, that's, I think that's a really helpful thing to do to kind of get a sense of what is it like when it's just your voice? Cause then you can figure, you can think, you can think about things that you might want to add. Oh, I definitely try to do stuff like that when I go for a walk because it's like I think that's the perfect opportunity to just like do that. Okay, I definitely do that. Yeah, I do too. Like I do. Yeah, I've I've gone on walks and have just done scenes like um yeah by myself with like two different voices and I think with that it's important to do them out loud as well because like saying it out loud you commit to it a little bit more than you do if you're just kind of doing a scene in your head because I find that when I'm doing something in my head. Like I edit it the same way I kind of edit my own thoughts and kind of, I don't know, it's kind of cyclical. It's, it's, you know, my thoughts, I feel like I'm more scattered, but if I'm committing to it and I'm doing it out loud and it's like, it's a scene, then that feels more like it's improv to me. Cause you have to do that on stage or when you're recording. Do you ever have like an instance when you're going for like a walk and you're doing like a scene in your head? Do you ever think I should write this down? I mean, yeah. So uh, yeah, like doing that and like doing like a sketch, like that's like what sketch comedy is. If you think your idea yeah. is good enough, um, then you should try writing it down and try making a really tight scene out of it. Um, and that, and that, I think that's another thing to, that can help you get better at improv because if you kind of analyze why sketch is funny, like why sketch, I mean, improv is like a mm. sketch that you're creating on the fly. So if you try writing sketches, then like that, that, that can help you like learn a lot too because um, like a sketch kind of makes you focus like, like, uh, well, the, the way I was trying to write sketches is, you know, you try to focus on a specific funny thing as opposed to just kind of like doing a kitchen sink where you're just throwing stuff out there to try to make it funny. So that I think kind of helps you, it helps you kind of focus more in improv too. Cause you're like, well, what's, what's funny about what's already going on or what's funny about what's here. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, try write, try writing sketches, read about how people write them and uh and what what they do there. 
because um, because all of that like sketch is really similar to improv because um, I said to do things that are similar I like sketches similar I think just writing in general I think is helpful that kind of gives you your own voice um, like I like drawing comics too I think comics are similar because but uh, you know they're like they're about getting an idea out there and you can play with emotion and things in them too um, they're definitely similar I remember was it? Uh, yeah, was you? Was it like when you did that one, uh, the one the jams you had like comics. You fill in the blanks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like right. comics or yeah, yeah. That that was that that's yeah. That's a thing that I do. One of the things I'm a, I'm a teacher, so I do a comic book club with my students. And that's actually an activity I do in comic book club. But I think it's similar. It's like it's it's perfectly reasonable as an a improv activity too, because it's just. Um, well, I think that one is similar to improv because you look at that. The comic has a scene already. I've already drawn it. So you guys have to come up with something that's related to it. So it's like we're, we're collaborating. And that's why it's like improv. Also, I looked up the UCB. Is it the Upright Citizens Brigade? Yeah, it's the manual. Like, yeah. like it's called the manual. Yeah. They're also a they're, they have like they have sketch comedy, too. And I mean, they were a group in the 90s that had a television show. I don't know how old you are, but uh, so. Um, but that show is like, it's pretty good. And then they do this, their, their sketch show, you can kind of see how they kind of, it's similar to what their kind of philosophy is too. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a 21, by the way. Oh, 21. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, their show was on in the nineties. So, but it's still good. It's funny. I'll check it out. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, I like what you said about writing because I took this, creative writing class, essentially just, I'm loving it. Cause I feel like this also helps with like improv as well, as you said already. Cause I just yeah. writing out a scene stuff. Yeah, they're definitely, there's, there's overlap involved. Um, yeah. And the way the writing, I like, I, 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 yeah, I read a creative writing book over the summer. And one of the things about it was like, the con did you guys talk about like evo evocation at all? Um, vocation? Evo mm. Evo mm. Like, evoking the scene or evocation is what I, like this guy was talking oh. about. Um, I don't think sometimes talk like, Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, it's sort of the idea of even in writing, you should be kind of, instead of like explaining that something is the way is a certain way you kind of, uh, you more like give the idea of it, that it is that way by how it is. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, you know, if a person, if a person is like, if a person is a jerk or if they're a jerk, right, you have to show them yeah. being a jerk. You can't say Bill is a jerk. And that's the same. Uh, you with mean like, like show not tell basically not like trying to like, yeah, it does have a section in the book where it talks about like using, um, the right tags, not to like say, oh, using adverbs or adjectives a lot in your writing yeah. instead of just like to better to just actually write the, the dialogue that conveys it rather than just have like relying on these like words within the story or anything like that. Exactly. So I think like, yeah, I think that's true in improv too. Like you can convey that it's, you should be able to convey that it's cold or whatever without oh. like say, saying, Oh, it's cold. Like you should, you should be like, Oh, Oh man, this is, uh, I hope we can get inside sometimes because it's, it's, it's just too much being out here. Like you try to convey it without yeah. directly saying some things too. 
Um, I think that kind of concept is is one I've thought about in improv and how that relates. I don't know what I did with a good like example. Thing. Yeah. No, that is a good yeah. example. I feel like also because um, like look, it sounds like most of these are recorded. It could be like, oh, you can look back at what you did and see if like what you're saying is doing exactly what you're talking about. Like, oh, did I say it was cold outside or did I say like, oh, bird? Yeah. Decide to get inside. Yeah. Yeah, I would totally listen. Yeah, I, that's probably that's also a good thing, and it's so helpful that they they are get recorded here. Like listening to yourself. Um, I don't I don't I don't know. I I I don't think I've done that recently. I we this has been around for like an like a year, like over a year now. So, um, but you know, yeah, I've definitely listened to them before. I always find that like. If if I for if like if I if it's from so long ago and I don't remember it you know I don't remember it um, I always find that like I'm probably not I can't figure out like if if what I'm not pleased with I think usually I'm like I'm like this is it's pretty good I'm kind of surprised at, at the things I say I'm like oh that's pretty good I'm never like oh that's really bad or why did I like. I think generally, like, I think I'm more forgiving of myself later on than I am in the moment. Because in the moment, I'm kind of like a little bit like, what am I going to do here? Or maybe, I don't know, if that makes sense. Oh, uh, I think, yeah, a lot of the stuff essentially just is on the spot. So I don't think we should be too hard on ourselves in the <laughs> first place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you always want to have that, like, you always want to be learning. Like, I think it's like always a journey. Yeah. Um. And there's no way, yeah, I mean, there's no way to do it perfectly. You're like, you're never going to win at improv. There's nothing to win. You know, it's just, you know, a lot of times I think it's just sort of the vibe you have that makes it kind of enjoyable and fun and funny and, and you're laughing and stuff is kind of a little bit more important than actually, you know, saying something that's by definition clever or whatever or right, funny. Right, Yeah. That's a good point. I was like, uh, I, I, I was thinking back to what we performed. And I was thinking, oh, I didn't say enough, like, you know, compelling stuff to keep things forward like you did. But like, I feel like, you know, I really did enjoy just listening, though. I think that's like the main thing, essentially what you're saying. Just enjoy like the moment or like not trying to be too much of like a, a burden, I'd say. That's also like the thing I was learning in one one class, not to be competitive, be more cooperative, because if you're going to like, just say lines you might as well be in a vibe where you're not trying to like make anyone feel uh less out that makes sense no in yeah scene, it's like you're improvising yeah. so it's not like anything's personal but yeah no yeah you can, yeah it's more like um like you're getting into some some like um, you're like getting into a mental state more as opposed to accomplishing anything yeah i think if like you're if you're if like it's it's weird you know because i i ask you in the beginning I'm like what are you trying to do and, and that makes it sort of goal and objective oriented which and maybe that's not the right way to look at it you know because you kind of want to be like i i don't know i think you can like it's like zen i think you can kind of balance those two things like on the one hand i think there are specific things you can work at and get better at but i think on the other hand you kind of want to forget all of that stuff and you just want to play around with it too that's true but I do, I, I do feel like um, if I were to value one over the other, like the goal and objective setting is like it gives you a, a perspective of progress. So like you're seeing, yeah. let's see, the, the recordings you had last month and you're thinking, okay, 
I was like this, but you see the recent ones, you're like, okay, this is a definite improvement because I have like concrete goals that were set to like see like, oh, how do we better? Yeah. It's interesting too. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I should listen to some of my really old ones and see if I'm, what progress I've made. Um, I'm always like, I w it's, it's interesting. Cause like you, you'd think that like one of my things was like, man, I like, sometimes I'm like, I really need to do more characters cause I'm always doing my own voice. And then sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm sort of doing characters all the time. Um, sometimes, it, you know, I should just do my own voice and be a little bit more realistic. So it's like, you know, you can look at these things in different ways and look, and look at how, you know, progress in one direction is sort of, you know, I don't know. You can do, I don't, I don't know. You can, you can, yeah, you can look at it in different ways. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 you're definitely right. I feel like, but the thing is with what you're doing is you're learning as you progress. So you were in the beginning thinking, okay, I should do more characters. But then as you start to do more characters, you learn, okay, I want to do my normal voice again and have like a combination of both. Because like the only way you were to derive to that solution is if you were to do all the characters first. Because like you had to yeah. figure out, okay, this was like what you were doing and you didn't want to like solely do that. So then you learn that. Yeah. I feel like uh, that philosophy is what I like a lot in terms of um, you just learn by just doing it. And then if you yeah. like fail and then that's when you actually learn. You succeed only by failing enough times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely you want to, yeah, I think, I think like, I like the way Uzbear has so many jams because are you doing the class by the way? Or, or yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like how it has, um, a, 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 like there's a, there's a lot of jams because that gives you an opportunity just to do whatever. Whereas uh -huh. if, um, yeah, being in a class all the time, you're kind of always in that mindset of I need to do specific things and I'm working on stuff. But you need to kind of have your own because some of it I think is is taste too. You develop your own taste, you know. So you have to you like you know stretch in different ways, and that's what class is about. But kind of just doing what you want to do is also important, and that's what you know you should do in the jams and stuff to figure out what your own taste and sensibilities are. Like that's definitely true in some cases where it's like, oh, because uh, for me, I'm not too sure if I want to do this professionally, but I'm kind of leaning on, I want to do something creative like this, like what well, as like for money. Because like, that's the thing. If I do that, have that sort of goal in there, then I have to start look, learning at what I'm doing, looking at like very uh, analytical and trying to be like, oh, I'm doing it wrong or right. But then before when I was just doing it for fun, it's like, oh, I'm not trying to like prove anything. I'm just trying to have fun. Then at that point, yeah. you're just doing better, but ironically, yeah. but yeah. I'm always conflicted by that too. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I'm uh, at a place anywhere to, to make money off it, but um, because I, I think about that too, because it's like, well, the people who are good or do things professionally, like I think, and they make a lot of money. I think, you know, at some points, well, maybe there's, there's people who don't, this isn't true for them, but like they, they have to kind of, um, they're making that sacrifice of that they're pleasing the audience at a certain point. So, you know, in some ways their own vision has to be compromised to some extent if it's going to be popular to other people. And maybe maybe they find that, the, that it's good or maybe they're still able to put enough of their own voice in there. But, you know, I don't, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
like if we did like a metaphor for it, it's like you're like a, you're a recording artist. You were making albums in the beginning just to be trendy, just trying to get people to see what you do. And then after that, once you establish some sort of stage or setting or foot in the game, you basically can just do what you do. And at that point, yeah. all the fans are just more interested in the uniqueness, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to be in a pretty you got to be in a pretty significant spot, I think, to to be able to to do that. I mean, I I don't know. It's that's true. I don't. But I, I feel no like idea. even even then, that's like the being a recording artist in that big stage. That's like one thing. I don't know. You know, I think it's just fun doing this though. Just having fun, yeah. just like enjoying the jams yeah. and stuff without needing yeah. to worry about oh, if I did it wrong, I might get or fired or something. I guess I would say that as someone who isn't making money from any of the art that I do, I like to be able to think that anybody who is making money from their art has somehow compromised their vision in order to make that money. And that makes me feel better about the fact that I am not making money from it. I know. I, I kind of do stuff like that too. I feel like um, it's very hard to actually get to that stage anyhow. A lot of people are just like, they would have to compromise. Otherwise, they won't be able to get anywhere close to where they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't I don't feel like I'm, I would compromise it. I would be like, why don't people like this? And I would just keep doing what I wanted to do. To do. <laughs> and I feel like that's also good, too, because, like, the idea, like, do I want to compromise it? It's like that's the, the barrier. It's not like a barrier to, like, you have to go over it. It's more like it's just there. And if it's like, oh, do I want to go over it? If you like decide, uh, man, I don't want to do any of this. Like, it could be nice to make money off it, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to have to do it. The barrier of compromising what I do, just enjoy it and just have fun. I feel like a lot of like foot. If you just play football, you don't necessarily think, oh, I gotta be in the NFL. You just have fun playing football. Exactly. I mean, in fact, like, I think any of these things, like, it's it's super hard. I mean, if you are making money from it, especially, like, some of these entertainment things or the artistic things, like, you're pretty much working on – it's your job, I mean, is partially making the art, but the rest of your job is promoting yourself and marketing and booking gigs right. and figuring that kind of crap out. That crap becomes your job until you're successful enough to pay someone else to do that, which means – and it's You're like, pretty yeah, successful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that um, journey is like enough to make people quit anyways. Cause like they're not getting anywhere. They're doing all this, but that's the thing. If they make it through all the hard work, then sort of like it feels a bit earned, but you know, that's a very small minority though. Yeah. I think it's perfectly, you know, the majority of people of human beings on earth, they're going to have, you're going to have a, like a regular kind of job that provides some service to other people. And in order to do that, you're not going to, you're not going to enjoy doing it, but you're going to make enough money and you're going to have, you know, thankfully we've had labor movements in, in, in throughout the world in order for us to have time off and time to ourselves and hopefully enough money to live. And we can use that time to engage in our hobbies and our hobbies don't necessarily have to make money for us. That's the whole kind of hustle culture, you know, that, you got to monetize everything, but I don't, I don't know. I, I like my job. I don't like, I mean, I get frustrated by it sometimes and sometimes it is work, but like it's, it's just part of my life and I'm fine with it. I don't need my hobbies to be my whole life either. 
Honestly, I was gonna. I was honestly gonna echo the same thing. It's essentially, after we did the whole Thanksgiving scene, it's like grateful just for the fact that you like just having a career and be able to fund hobbies, and especially yeah. with the this age of the internet, where it's gonna be a lot easier to just find people to to share the same hobbies as well, and also like afford like all the services to just create it. Just like oh, if you don't have football, you can just buy one. You don't have to go to a store; you can buy it online and stuff like that. So yeah, I really do like that. You don't need to the, do anything too special. Just like the fact that it matters, like where we are now is like is good enough. They're not yeah. even enough. Say like enough is some sort of comment on where will you be, but it's not. It's, yeah. it's not like we're supposed to get somewhere where it's more than enough. It's like this is this is good. And I think yeah. if we were like in the a setting of of less, if we were have like something worse than this, we wouldn't be taking this advantage for or for granted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, someone like headlining, like I'm in Denver, someone headlining a comedy club in Denver, that person is probably like, Oh, why aren't I headlining a comedy club in, in LA or, or New York or whatever, you know, it's oh, like, I will, there's always, yeah. there's, there's, if you're always looking at it that way, then you, you know, you'll never be satisfied. And I'll give you a real life antidote of that. Have you ever heard of Jim Jeffries? He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. There's in one of the, I guess, the tours, Alcoholicost, he said he echoed that same sentiment. They were like, he's, um, he basically did a comedy gig and he's like, oh, I'm better than these guys. I want to get a main view or something. And then he does that. He wants to get a sold out tour and then he does that. But then every time he still tries himself to sleep because he's not a movie star. There's always like yeah. that big other dream to go towards that like sort of, makes you still feel like unsatisfied with what everything that you have which yeah. is kind of sad in the same way but even yeah. in his spot like he still feels unsatisfied jim jeffries still feels unsatisfied yeah. with where he is because he feels like he can still do more but at the yeah. same time it's like why do more you already have this is this is great especially us we're in a spot that's great too so that's why i want to like yeah. echo all that stuff being grateful those nationally known, like nationally known for anything, like any celebrity, like probably in a lot of ways that we don't see, they're probably workaholics, like a lot of them. And they're kind of entirely driven by, they're, they're, they're driven. I mean, that's true. But like, I don't want to be that driven. It sounds exhausting. Like I probably won't work as hard for anything that Jim, as hard as Jim Jeffries works, but I don't really care you know, like, like, whatever. <laughs> the thing it's like, it's like, even if there were those opportunities, those opportunities are far in between. And the only way to get them is to do that sort of exhaustive sort of stuff beyond what you, what you sh could do. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, there isn't much of a incentive, I guess. Cause like same time where we are now is still good. Yeah. It's entirely, you know, it's, it's, uh, we, we live in a culture where, you know, in a lot of ways it's emphasized to always be working harder and to get to the top or whatever, right. but that's just, you know, that doesn't, that's, you know, contentment is sort of the, the thing to actually kind of, um, you know, work towards and like accepting where you're at. I feel so like at the same oh, time. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. 
like, it was oh, no, more like a just final thought. Just uh, sure. yeah, the contentment is just even though we w- may think about this and we know in like deep down this is true that we should be feeling like thankful for you know this situation in general, all the stuff that we're blessed with and stuff. We should feel grateful, but it's just like psychology to move forward, which is which is good, I think, because it makes us want to do more. Then yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, a, I mean, to be aware of that, you got to be aware of that balance. You know, there's two, you know, I, I've heard it called like, like, you know, that's, it's a, it's a, you know, Western, it's Western versus Eastern thought, right? Like the Western thought is the capitalistic, you're always striving for everything. And then the Eastern thought is like, you know, you're meditating, you're sitting there in the dirt and you're just being like, this is what I have. I'm sitting here in the dirt. This is what I plan right. to do. I, I planned to meditate. Why am I not wanting to meditate when it's what I plan to do? You know, it, it's, it, it's that sort of kind of thing. It's like analyze your thoughts and kind of see how your brain reacts to your thoughts and kind of, you know, work with yourself to, to, to uh, you know, to enjoy what you're doing. Because it is. It's something you can work I, at, I yeah. think. I think also this is a final sentiment like this. The whole goal of trying to make this a career and money is like we look at the two cultures like Western and Eastern. And I, when you brought that up, I thought, OK, which one is happier, though? So the thing is, with Western cultures, they do that. They're motivated to do that, to like make money off that so that they can be like happier or something. But at the same time, it's like that's subjective as it is. It's like they, oh, uh, they are in a place where they're making money off what they do. But that doesn't mean that's the only way to be happy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I, th- I think um. Uh. Yeah, I think it's a balance. It's a balance of the two. You can use. You can you you can be motivated and you can set goals and try to achieve them, while at the same time kind of recognizing like you know, looking at your mindset and being like, what's, what's the, you know, there's no reason to, to kind of completely disregard the present and be upset with the present just because you have goals. Well, yeah. So do you have, um, so a couple of questions I always ask at the end here, who, who do you think is a good improviser? Who do you appreciate kind of that you've heard? Well, I have to say you for or number one. I mean, this whole thing you're setting up. I mean, you have to be number one, definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, thank you. Now talk about someone else because I'm embarrassed. Sorry, I, I feel like yeah, I have that too. It's like whenever I get a compliment, I'm just like, oh god, oh no. Well, I, don't I definitely know, but, appreciate it, but yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, but yeah, I feel like no, I just really like this whole thing is like really nice but uh, someone else is i remember when i first showed up to these like when i first found out about this in like one of the jams there was uh mm, ty uh ty was pretty good as well yeah that's great he has a lot of great characters yeah yeah he goes into it this scene really quick and he's yeah he's he's like he's got a lot of good energy oh yeah good energy as well i was like "Mm." For sure. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ty's a good person. I think speaking of just like exercises, I don't know if Ty would agree with this. This is interesting, but I would say someone like Ty is a good person to be like, 
what can I do to, to like be the straight man in the scene and just support whatever Ty does? Because the scene will probably be good if you go into it with that mentality. Um, right. Yeah. I think Chris is also someone you could do that. Uh, just because he, he makes pretty bold choices too. And I would just be like, yeah, just try to see if like, figure out like, how can I, how can I support whatever they're doing? You know, is an interesting kind of thing. Like imagining yourself to be the straight man, the kind of a rational person in the scene. I remember they said that in the improv 101 class, it's like you got someone that is absurd and the other person that reacts to what's going on. I feel like in like a sketch comedy, we're going to bring that back. I feel like the person that reacts to the absurd things going on is a lot more funnier because like it's, you empathize with like this character going like, what the fuck is this? Oh, sorry. I don't know if yeah. you swear though. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. Um, oh yeah. The, the, I don't care about the swearing. Um, the, uh, yeah, I, th I really like playing the straight man and I don't, I don't know how often I think to do it, but it, yeah, it's definitely, I feel like you get a lot of laughs doing that and it's definitely something to, 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 to try for sure. Um, one thing I'll, I like to, to say about it too, is that, as the, the straight man, like you are capable of pointing things out or bringing up the past. So if you know why that character, whatever their weirdness is, you can invent more weird. Like you're still in on the game of inventing the weirdness because you know right. everything about that character. And I think that kind of, you know, if, even if you're the straight man, that's just your role in the scene but you can have all of that creativity too. That's still, that's still possible for you in the scene. Honestly, I agree with that. It's like, it's the half and half. Like they both share that a very important role. If it's like, if it's two people, I guess, but also if like a group, you just play the rational one. You're like, you also can like think of like motivation as well as the yeah. one person just devolves into something crazy. You're just thinking, okay, let's be rational here. And that sort of brings it down to reality, which is funnier. Cause like everything going on is like, crazy but the fact that it's crazy and it makes sense in terms of like you know based in this earth not like some other planet is just like a lot yeah. more funny yeah I, yeah being grounded is really something to do you know think thinking about it kind of logically for a while is is the fun exploring the logic of it like why is it this way Let's yeah. see, what, what what would be a reasonable reason like, what's the most reasonable is there one <laughs> sometimes uh, I definitely think so, that's, uh, yeah, the main thing when I do improv or when I try to do it is like, I like doing that. Just like, how do I, or how does anyone make it like realistic? I like when TV shows do that too, when they take, uh, I guess something and they just make it realistic. Yeah. Justification for what it, whatever it is. Uh, do, do you have anything to plug? Do you have any art stuff you're doing or anything like that? Uh, not really. So, yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I just want to make sure if you do, you can have a place to plug it. Um, listen, though, I, I've got it. I haven't had dinner, so I'm going to go have dinner. But I do want to uh, I do want to I, I want to be so thankful on this most important day where we're supposed to be thankful. Turkey Day that you came on here. Um, and yeah, I really appreciated talking with you. I liked the, uh, the, the you, you interviewed me at the end, which someone hadn't hadn't done before, which I which I enjoyed. 
Um, uh, and yeah, I, I, I appreciated hearing your, your kind of thoughts and I love that you're, you're like on the journey of improv and you're really, you're like kind of figuring it all out and that's really a cool place to be. And I, and I hope you're enjoying that cause it is, it is fun and like a kind of rewarding thing to get into. And, you know, uh, just your kind of attitude that I, I, I see that you have, that you're, you're inquisitive and you're asking like a lot of great, good questions and, and, you know, you're like putting it together in your head and I can hear that. I think that's going to be very rewarding for you. So I think, I think, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, and yeah, I want to just want to thank you for coming on tonight. I am. Thank you. But I got, if you're talking about good questions and help, I'll say this, this is one good question. I'm a bit mad at you because you didn't did the, the, the thing, you didn't set that up. It was set up late, and I didn't think we were going to do this at all. This was a very nice experience, and I didn't think it was going to happen at all. And I'm pissed. I'm, oh, I'm mad at you, guys.